Ladies and gentlemen, it's a day that ends in Y. And it's time for Wise Cracking with Winter Easter Edition. Come on, let's go. Come on, let's get it. Come on. We got a full studio today. We got a full studio. It's myself, political slash producer Paul, and of course, coming in from the southwest suburbs, my daughter, Emma. How you doing, Emma? Great. Thanks for saying my whole name. <laughs> Are you as pumped for Easter as I am? No. Not even with Pantera on or what? Nope. Is this your favorite Pantera song? It's the only one I know. So, yeah. If you had to rate this on a scale of one to five, what would you give Pantera Cowboys from Hell? <sighs> I got three. Three? That's pretty good. I think yep. we'll, we'll take it. Yeah. Every time Emma's on the program, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we, we like to expose her to new music. Well, I don't even know who the fuck it is. So every time Emma gets to hear something she's maybe heard once from the 90s or the 80s, and she likes to rate it. So... I'll I've take never it. rated a song on the show before. You've rated like three or four songs on the program. Nuh-uh. Program? Yeah. You rated um, Vince Neal's song, uh, You're Invited But Your Friend Can't Come. Not really. Did that a couple though. episodes ago. You don't remember that? No. I think you're getting too much sleep. That's the problem. I'm not getting enough. I think your brain is broken. No, not yet. Yeah. So what's going on? I mean, it's going to be Easter tomorrow. Are you so excited that the Easter Bunny is coming? Oh, yeah. So excited. Do you think the Easter Bunny is going to come? And be honest. Sure. Oh, we're just waiting for Professor uh, slash Paul. That's Professor? Oh, professor. <laughs> <laughs> He's a professor? Professor slash producer Paul. Professor? Why do you keep saying professor? Well, I used to, we used to call You mean the, producer? Yeah, producer Paul. Producer Paul, are you on the air? Uh, sure, yeah. Well, welcome Hello. back. Welcome back to the program. Emma's here. I'm here. Easter is tomorrow. Welcome back to the big show. Easter is tomorrow. And Emma couldn't be more excited about the Easter bunny coming. Wow. My same You know, I heard that I I heard something on NPR yesterday that uh they have a tradition of dying eggs in the spring in Ukraine that dates back like before they even had Christians there. Okay. It was like a pagan ritual. And then when they people started to become Christians, they like made Easter eggs. Emma, you already knew that, right? No. How would I know that? <laughs> and how is uh why are we talking about that? Because um it's Easter. Because you, you mentioned mean? that tomorrow is Easter. Yeah. yeah, but what does it have to do with the war in Ukraine? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it has anything directly to do with the war in Ukraine. Are we talking about that? Well, no. I mean, people don't generally talk about Ukraine unless it has something to do with the war. Oh, well, you know, as NPR, they were trying to do a little uh, slice of life, human interest kind of story. I gotcha. Emma, what does Easter mean to you? God. God and what? And any, anything else or candy? When I was like five. What do you think the connection is between Christ there isn't. Christ coming back from the dead and the there Easter isn't. Bunny? There is not. 
So why the Easter Bunny then? Mm. Is that for people like Paul who don't believe in God? Yeah. I mean, it could be. I don't, I don't know. I don't know, Paul. What does it all mean to you? Not much. <laughs> growing up as a young lad in South Minneapolis, so, Paul, some stores might be closed tomorrow. Right. But growing up, did you get something from the Easter Bunny from mom and dad? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Did they ever make the mistake of telling you that Christ is the one that dropped it off? Nope. And Paula, uh, what will you be doing tomorrow on Easter Sunday to celebrate? Sleep. I don't give a screw. I won't be doing anything to celebrate Easter. Nothing. No special meal. No uh, honey honey glazed ham in the oven. No uh, Easter egg hunt in the backyard with you and your uh, nieces and nephews all having fun and frolicking in the May in the uh, well April sunshine. No, none of those. Electric. Jesus Christ. So, <laughs> what what will you be doing? Well, I'm going to go to church with my daughter and uh, Victoria and her kids, and then we'll be having a giant Easter feast <laughs> <laughs> because we're all Christians. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. So I thought so you being a pagan, you'd still celebrate the arrival of the Easter Bunny. And is it an atheist? Why did you say pagan? Well, I don't know. I mean, I, do you consider yourself a pagan, Paul, or an atheist? Gee, I don't know. What's the difference between a pagan and an atheist? Emma you know? is where you can weigh in. I have no idea. What is the difference, Emma, between a pagan and an atheist? I don't know. Well, I don't know either. Then where did you come up with pig? Pagan. Pagans. Where did you come up with that? I thought they were uh, people that worshipped nature or something like that. Isn't that what it is, Paul? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Do you have your computer in front of you? I don't. You don't have your computer in front of you. Do you have your phone in front of you? I do. Maybe I'm you can. Into it. Yeah, maybe you can look up pagan and give us a okay, definition. Pagan, a person holding religious beliefs other than those of the main world religions. So would that be you? Uh, I don't know. Let's maybe we need a definition of religious beliefs. Oh my god, this is boring. Religious, relating to or believing in a religion. Religion, wow. the belief in and worship of a superhuman controlling power, especially a personal god or gods. No, I would say I don't have religion, therefore I guess I'm not a pagan. So he's an atheist. I do not believe, I do not believe in and worship a superhuman controlling power. Well, you're really kind of a downer on Easter, Paul. Why? Because you don't believe. I believe in the power of man and woman. And uh, I guess uh, non-binary human. <laughs> Furries. Hey, well, I'm talking to you at home. Yes, you. You're driving in your car or you're listening in your parents' basement. I'm talking to you right now. Don't let producer slash political slash Professor Paul. Where did Professor come from? That is an old childhood nickname that I decided to bring back just for today. He has like three or four nicknames. But now I'm talking to you sitting at home. Don't listen to Paul. If you want to celebrate Easter, you go right ahead and do it. Even if you don't believe in Jesus and you don't believe in the Easter Bunny, if you want to go ahead and celebrate Easter, you go ahead and do that at home, okay? So put down that bowl of cereal, run on out, and get yourself a honey-glazed ham and throw that right in the oven. Puke. Disgusting. Well, you two are both electric today. I'm tired. You ripped me out of my bed. I know. Emma was laying in bed, Paul, watching Dance Moms from like a decade ago. After one in the afternoon? 
Yes. Yeah, I work Holy later. Holy cow, that's like you at Tribute Island. You and Woody all snuggled up. Oh, now listen. Maybe that was because we had, for the record, we had two separate beds. Tribute Island was a rock concert that we went to in Kenosha, Wisconsin last summer. And uh, my good friend Patrick Wood and I shared a room, and we both had our own beds. The reason why, Emma, we were sleeping so late, because we were out partying and drinking. I was partying. How was partying? I was partying. You were partying last year? Last night. You were partying last night? Yep. Here at the Funhouse? Yep. What? And what exactly were you up to? I didn't, I didn't hear any party. Watching dance moves. That's a party in itself. Get it on the dance floor. It's not. It's dance. on. <laughs> You've what, watched it enough. You should know it. What is the expression after they do the little theme song? Living on the dance floor. Living on the dance floor? Yes. Why do you feel the need to watch a show that's been off the air for like 11 years? And the woman that ran... It has the- not been off in 11 years. They had a whole new season like last year. And the woman... What show is this? Dance Moms. It used to be me and Dad's thing. He's going to try and just deny Now it. it's my thing. Well, you and I watched it every Tuesday when I was like 12. Well, I've never even heard of that. Keep going Is down. Uh uh-uh. uh. It was in 2014. Okay, so seven, eight, nine. Whatever. Okay, when you were just a little girl. Jesus. And you came up to my knee. We used to watch Dance Moms, but. Does that have Honey Boo Boo? No, that's a different show. I think that's the Honey Boo Boo show. Yeah. Does it have Goonie Goo Goo? Goonie Goo Goo. <laughs> what? Who's Goonie Goo Goo? Yeah. The mom that uh, looked like a thumb? I think that was, that was Eddie Murphy's aunt. Oh, okay. On the Delirious album? Emma, you've heard, of course heard the Delirious album by Eddie Murphy, right? No. Well, why don't you throw a topic out there? This is not my show. I'm the guest. You're the one that has to do it. Oh, okay. Well, my first topic was Easter and who believes in it, who doesn't, and how boring. we're celebrating. That, boring. Whatever, that's boring. Yeah. Can we get to um, another segue? Eating habits. Boring. What in the hell, Dad? When you turn 16, everything yeah. is, everything is gross. Everything is gross and disgusting and you don't like well, it. Well, when you throw bologna in the mix, yeah, it's disgusting. Since when does is, is bologna disgusting? It's always been disgusting. It is horrible to look at. It's horrible to eat. Nasty. So I that, used to love bologna. Paul liked bologna. I, to, I like bologna. go to prison. That's what they eat. I wonder if that's like a generational thing. I haven't had any in probably, you know, 20-some years, but... Smart. No, my, when I was my a kid, I used it. to take a, a piece, a slice of bologna, and then I take a slice of a American so-called cheese, set that up on top of it, put it in the microwave for like twenty seconds. That sounds delicious. That sounds and then disgusting. the edges of the bologna would roll up like into Ew. a bowl. You should try it sometime. It's fun. I think I'll pass. Would you throw and some your cheese? Is just like held right in the little bologna bowl. Ew. Would you throw any micro magic fries in with that? Micro magic fries, Emma, were these little individual boxes of fries that you made in the microwave back in the eighties that you're so obsessed with. I feel like that was a different phase for me. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't see those two going together. So, Emma, I made turkey last night. And you Ugh. said that that was disgusting. It is, and you don't like bear. That's no. well documented. That's disgusting. Yeah. And you don't like bologna. You no. don't like fish. What is it that you'll eat? Steak. Steak. Or chicken. Steak or chicken. Or shrimp. Those three things. Or lobster, if I've ever tried it. Or salmon. I like salmon. Since when have you had salmon? I had it at a restaurant. I've already told you this like 12 times. 
Well, that was the lucky 13th. What's going on over at Paul's house? There's a lot of Maybe she doesn't like fish because you're only trying to feed her those Gorton's fish sticks. <laughs> no, I don't think I've ever uh, made her Gorton's fish yes, sticks. Yes, you have. No, I haven't. Yes, you have. Did you get the store brand fish sticks instead? Yeah. The well, Vanda Camps? You can make your own fish sticks at home. Nasty. You could, but why would you? Emma, you look like you're half awake. I you am. I was about to fall asleep, and they came and woke me up. You slept for like 12 hours last uh-uh, night. Uh-uh, I fell asleep at like 11.30. You woke me up abruptly at 9.15. Abruptly. <laughs> you did. As a teenager, do you feel like you need more sleep? Is that what it is? Yeah. I don't know. Paul, do you want to touch on any of these things we've thrown out? Uh, it's been a long time since I was a teenager. But uh, I remember that uh, 720 first period school bell ringing really early and thinking, yeah, I could have used more sleep. But before we get to the main focus of the show, which I thought would be Easter, but that lasted five minutes. And then I thought we'd run on over and uh, cover the NBA playoffs. No, 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 no. I'm leaving. Okay, leaving. Why don't we each talk about our favorite show to watch right now? Dance Moves. (laughs) <laughs> live it, live it on the dance floor. Why? Why should people watch Dance Moms? I'm just kidding. It's not my favorite. Anymore. What? What is your favorite show right now? Hmm. It's a mix of quite a few. Okay. We got Gilmore Girls. Faded. You're faded. Didn't that go off the air like ten years ago with Dance Moms? We on have. The same day? We have Shameless. Again, another show off the air. We not. Oh, they literally just got done filming the eleventh season a year ago. Yeah, a year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not faded. <laughs> then we had you made me forget it. Thanks. Okay, third favorite is. I don't know. I forgot because you Stranger Things. Oh yeah, how'd you know? Get out of here! You literally get out of here. When is the new Stranger se- season coming out? May- okay, Volume One comes out May twenty seventh, and Volume Two comes out July first. So it's the last season coming out in two parts. I think so. Yeah. Okay. How does that make you feel inside? Sad. But also not really because they're getting old, so it just get boring as they make more seasons. Plus, they haven't made a new season in like three years. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about that, actually. I think, yeah, maybe. I think Two that's right. Two or three, yeah. Paul, are you a big uh, stranger? Are these, they're going to have the same kids in this? They're all going to be in like college now, right? They're going to have them all, but they're going to have some new ones. So, what the, I think the oldest is like 20, I think. Okay, they st- could still be in high school then, because they're from Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> if they ever even bother to graduate high school. Like most uh, Hoosiers, Emma, they don't bother to complete high school. Uh, Instead, they run for public office to keep the state where it is. Unplugged from the rest of the union, way behind. Right, Paul? What now? Wait. <laughs> What did you say about my beloved Indiana? I forgot. So, Paul, what are your favorite shows right now? Give me your top three. Oh, gosh. All I, the best I could probably do is tell you the last three I watched that weren't sports games. Uh, you like the sports games? I do. I'm into the sports games. I like to gamble on them and watch them, watch my money disappear down the virtual toilet but sometimes it comes back to me that's pretty exciting um let's see 
Uh, we watched Snowfall last night. That's I like decent. that. That's in my top three. Why don't you explain that show for the kids at home? Gobbling uh, up their cereal. What are they? I think they're on season five now. Like all shows, you know, it drags out more than it should probably. But uh, it, the premise is uh, a young teenager, I guess, young man in uh, L.A. back in the 80s who, long story short, starts selling uh, crack cocaine. And he's got a supplier that works for the CIA, which is, uh, you know, kind of taking the narrative of the longstanding allegation that the CIA imported cocaine into Los Angeles in order to fund uh, the, gosh, who were they, the Sandinistas or the Contras? No, the the Contras against the Sandinistas in Nicaragua so we could fight off the uh, Soviet communist influence there. Okay, Emma, repeat yeah, everything the, the you just said. The story that revolves around, uh, you know, him growing his uh, drug-dealing empire and some family dynamics. Okay, pause, Paul. Pause. Yeah. Emma, repeat what Paul just said. Communist. What's the show? Crack cocaine. What is the show about? A teenager in L.A. who sells crack cocaine and his dealer or something is part of the CIA and communist. That's as far as I got. And what decade is it set in? 80s. Very good. I'm impressed. That's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. So, Paul, you give that uh, two thumbs straight up or what? Oh, is that the rating scale we're using now? Well, we got to clean it up when Emma's here. We have a different rating scale, Em, but um, can't use that. (laughs) There's kids here. Excuse me. Uh, yeah, I give it you know, like two thumbs, you know, maybe not like a hundred percent, like fully straight up. I got you, but you know, at least three quarters of the way up for the thumbs. Okay. So snowfall and what's your other two? Oh gosh. I mean, you know, I've, I'm sure we've talked about it before. We're still watching billions I think you gave up during like season three or something. You said boring billions. Yes, billions yeah, of reasons not to watch. Yeah, I mean it's it's dragged on too far, but it's still got some good dialogue and some kind of funny lines. But uh, it's uh, the the Chuck Rhodes character played by uh, A. Paul Giamatti. His uh his obsession with taking down all the billionaires has gotten a little, little out of control. Emma, are you bored by this? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, probably, uh, probably a better show that touches on billionaires is, is succession, but that's not, that's not out right now. Okay. What's your, uh, what's the, what's the third? That you're watching right now, Paul. Oh man, <laughs> I, I don't know. Today, Paul. I mean, I got the uh, Mavericks and Jazz on right now. Okay, all I can't right. Think of really another show. I mean, we're watching the uh, the, the reboot of the Wonder Years. Okay, that's now, decent. That's interesting, Emma. Have you heard of the Wonder Years before? No. Okay, well, it's just set in the '60s. It's a nuclear family, two brothers. 
both the parents, and it's set in the '60s, and you know. But now there's also a sister. And, oh yeah, she, barely. So th- that came out in like the '80s. Mm-hmm. Now they rebooted it. It's still set in the '60s, but it's a black family, right, Paul? That is correct. I don't know if the first show came out in the '80s, but yeah, it did. maybe. I was thinking '90s, but... late '80s, '90s, yeah. Like Full House. Let's not even get into it. You love to get into it. I hate Full House. I and love I won't. Full House. It's my show. And I'm not going to talk I about Full love House. Full House. Everyone should go watch it and Fuller House. I would need to get a lobotomy. Let's see. The original Wonder that. Years ran from 1988 to 1993. So eh, we were both right. Yeah. Yeah. Paul. Quickly, Full House. The, uh, watch it or don't. Now, where watch was it. the where was the original Wonder Years set? Was that like a small town in New York, or where were they? I don't know. It didn't really matter. Did well, it? are you watching the reboot? No, I'm not. Oh, okay. They do mention that the, it takes place in Birmingham, Alabama. Oh, well, I guess that's more topical. I mean, it's set in the '60s, and there was a lot of uh, race race problems in the South. I mean, there's race problems everywhere, but it was more pronounced in our South. Right, Emma? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Emma, do you want some coffee? Yeah, for, for yeah. your fans at home, yeah, from Mike, who I know you probably got a lot of fans who watched the original Wonder Years. They probably wax nostalgic for it. They're probably thinking, yeah, where was the Wonder Years set? Wikipedia says... The Arnold family, where the Arnold family lives is never specified other than being a suburb. But some episodes have license plates showing California and New York. Emma, have you ever wondered where it was? No. Never. Emma, have you ever watched the original Wonder Years? No, never. Uh, yeah, that would that would make you less likely to care where it was set. Okay, so then that's your top three. Now we'll, we'll get yeah, to, I guess so. Okay, that's my th- three. Thank you. We'll get to mine. Mine are all on HBO. My number one right now is Winning Time. The rise. Oh yeah, we're yes, watching that. The rise of the of the uh, Lakers dynasty in the eighties. So Emma, I know you're not a giant hoop head, but it's. The Lakers from like 1979 to 1990 dominated the NBA with Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, uh, James Worthy. I mean, it, it goes on and on and on. But this Michael is Thompson. Michael Thompson, the ex-gopher. But this show is like a a mockumentary of how that was built, and all the color, all the characters are very colorful. It's shot. In a different way, it's like sh- part of it's shot on video, some of it's shot on film. It's extremely well written. I look forward to this show every week. And if you don't have HBO Max at home, get it. It's worth the fourteen dollars a month just for this show alone. In my book, I give it two very big, resounding thumbs up. My second one is Julia, also on HBO Max, and that's about Julia Childs. Do you know who that is, Emma? No. No? Okay. No. She wrote a book called The French Chef. She was on public television, PBS. You know PBS, Emma, the same station as Sesame Street that you still watch? I never watch Sesame Street. You do? Never. And you live for it? Never. And Mr. Rogers? 
Yeah, Miss Rodriguez. Okay, all that's day. that station. Anyway, this show picks up her life after her first book, The French Chef, starts to get very popular. And she has an idea to do a cooking show. And back in the early 60s, Emma, there were no cooking shows. Mm. It was a brand new thing. So anyway, she put her cooking show on in Boston, Massachusetts. And in the beginning, it was on zero budget. She had to help finance it herself because she came from a very wealthy and affluent family. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Paul's not interested unless it's a show about cooking hamburger helper or going out to eat pizza. So anyway, it chronicles her life, and I find that extremely interesting. And I guess for my third pick of shows that I cannot miss right now, it would be South Park. South Park, the new season of South Park is brilliant. Brilliant. It is brilliant. Every episode, in my opinion, is laugh out loud funny, and it's as fresh as ever. So there's my three, guys. I haven't thought to to watch recent episodes. How many are there now? Six or so? Yeah, six. I think I saw the first couple. I, I saw the one with the realtors. That was really good. Yes. Spot on. Emma. Hey, fun fact, since we were talking about the 1980s Lakers, and I mentioned Michael Thompson, did you know that Michael Thompson is the father of Golden State Warriors guard uh, Clay Thompson? I did know that. You did. I didn't. I just learned that. How could you not know that? I I don't know, man. I don't study uh, NBA family trees enough, I guess. Emma, did you know that? No. Paul, I think it's time for a commercial before we uh, move on to the last subject of the show, which is the NBA playoffs. Emma's uh, chomping at the bit and can't wait to talk about it. No, I'm literally leaving. Bye, guys. Thank you for having me on. You're going to leave? Yeah, I'm not. Doing sports. I'd rather go sit in the Arctic. Can we at... No. Can, can, nope. You'd rather nope. do what? Sit in the Arctic. I am oh, not oh, okay. talking sports. <laughs> sit in the Arctic? Uh, I've never heard anybody <laughs> say that, ever. I thought I heard something else. <laughs> I know you did. I did, too. <laughs> so you'd rather sit alone on an iceberg, Emma, in yes. the Arctic yes. and, and talk to polar bears. <laughs> But yeah, because yeah, yep. Then talk about yes. the NBA. Yes. <laughs> Uncle Paul thinks it's funny. Great. I'm not talking sports. I'm not Grandpa. Call Grandpa and do it. There you go. Bye. That'll hey, be a yeah. Train what's wreck. Grandpa up to? That'll be a train wreck. We could call the Big G for a little NBA wrap. Yeah, up. that's great. Then I can go watch dance bumps. Well, before we do that, Emma, Paul, can you tell us a little bit about? Paul Lambie over at Carpenter Realty. Emma, where is Carpenter Realty located? Indianapolis. That's right. And who's the guy to go to? Paul Lambie. And why is that, Emma? Because he talks to cats. And what else? Sells houses, homes. And what else? We're waiting. I don't know. And what else? (laughs) And what else? I don't know. What else? I don't know, Paul. What else? Why don't you tell us? He's, uh, I heard he's waiting. He's got his feet up on the desk. He's just watching NBA playoffs, waiting for your call. What was the gag noise about, Emma? NBA. Okay. And how do you, Paul, how do they get a hold of you if they want to buy or sell? Uh, they can go to paullambie.callcarpenter.com. That's paullambie.callcarpenter.com. 
Okay. Well, we know where to go. Our last big sponsor, Cranky Yankee Corn Dogs, an old family favorite since 2011. The story of Cranky Yankee Corn Dogs, the American classic, became an Irish original. Now, we're all wondering how that happened, right, Emma? Not really, but go ahead. We are I'm pre- wondering. We are purveyors of the classic American festival snack, the corn dog, or Prano That's Pup. It's a snack? It's a snack. Mm-hmm. Established in 2011, Cranky Yankee can be found cooking their original recipe all around the country of Ireland, featuring from small markets to the biggest festivals on the Irish calendar. Our batter, often imitated, but never duplicated, because I'm sure you'll get sued, is now available for home use. Did you know that, Emma, that you can get a bag of Cranky Yankee corn dog mix delivered directly to your door? No, I didn't. Well, you can. To find awesome. out, you can get 500 grams of Cranky Yankee all-purpose mix. Makes about 20 to 25 corn dogs for 9 euros. Wow. Emma, can you tell us how many pounds that is? <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, Emma, how much is it? How many How many what? 500 Five. grams. 6 pounds. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. You don't even know. Yes, I do. No, you don't. You can't even look it up. Put your phone down and tell me. Put your phone down and tell me. Put your phone down. Take another guess first, please. No, put your phone down and tell me. It's No. Put your phone down and tell Paul, me. Paul, it's 1 pound. It's about 1.1. 1. 1, okay. Thank you. You were wrong. It's 1.1, 1. 1, not 1. Oh, all right. You were wrong. Okay. It's it's going to cost people 9 euros. So how much is that in American dollars? Oh, yeah. $2. I'm, oh, I'm just throwing it out to both of you. It's like $2. I haven't checked the exchange rate lately, but I feel like that's a little more than $9. I think it's around uh, 12 or 13 American dollars. It doesn't matter. There's a conversion right on the website. The website is corndogs.ie. That's corndogs.ie. Cranky Yankee Corn Dogs. About, it's about 10 bucks. 10 bucks. And you know what? They got all kinds of stuff on here. You can buy a Cranky Yankee t shirt, Emma. Would you wear that? Yeah. Definitely. You'd wear a Cranky Yankee Corn Dog shirt. Of course you would. Of course I would. Bless your heart. Mm-hmm. That's Cranky Yankee Corn Dogs, Europe's original out of Ireland. So that is another big sponsor, Emma. Nice. Thank you. Yep. I'm excited as I wait for my t shirt to show up. Right. Right. I will be reaching out to our sponsor today. And finding out about that. So, all right, Emma, you can go ahead and uh, get off the air now. We'll let the big G on if he answers the phone to talk a little <laughs> NBA basketball. Do you want to hang out for that? To no. listen To listen in? No. Okay. hate sport talking. I hate it. I can't. All it's right. so irritating. Okay. Well, thank you for being on. Of course. All right. Goodbye. Bye, Bye Emma. Bye. Okay, Paul, Emma's gone. So let's talk a little NBA basketball. Did you watch any of the play-in games? I did. I definitely, you know, I watched the Timberwolves game. We were on the phone for that. Uh, I caught, uh, I don't know, a little bit of the other games as well. Now, I mean, this has been a topic all over the United States. Did the Wolves over-celebrate after beating the uh, Clippers? You know, I don't know. I mean, I'm often a guy who is critical of teams who celebrate when they haven't really won anything yet. 
But I, I don't know. I was kind of okay with it because Timberwolves have been so pathetic for so long. And it just seemed like a pretty solid comeback win. And, you know, I won a few bucks on it, so uh, that probably all colored me towards saying. How about you? Well, the guys on TN- TNT took a lot of cheap shots at him. I mean, they were wondering why they weren't playing We Are the Champions in one shining moment because <laughs> the Wolves finally managed to make the playoffs for only the second time in 18 years. Yeah, I mean, it's a big deal, kind of. I thought of. so. And um, the day after that happened, there were a lot of people that came to the, 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 the uh, defense of Minnesota pro sports fans in general that we rarely ever go to the playoffs in anything, and we haven't had a winner since 1991. So, What about the, the Lynx, man? Okay. I, I was talking about the major sports, but, yes, right. I mean, they certainly yeah. count. I recognize the Minnesota Lynx as a great franchise. I mean, they've won three or four WNBA championships. I think it's three. I'm not sure. But, yeah, of course. I mean, they're very successful, but I'm talking about the majors. You're talking, you're talking about teams that average more than 5,000 fans per game. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, we haven't had a whole lot to celebrate. So, the right. Wolves are in. They're playing Memphis. Do you want to talk about that matchup first? Uh, sure, whatever you want, man. Okay, why don't you give it to me? Break it all down, because you've got it all in front of you. Well, I mean, I don't know that I got it all in front of me, but, I mean, the Wolves are, uh, I can tell you the Wolves are a six-and-a-half-point underdog in game one today. In Memphis, uh, correct? I could tell you, if you want to know for the series... They are a plus 260 to win the series. Memphis is a minus 330. How does that work again, the plus 260 and the minus 330 for all the kids at home? That means if you were to wager $100 on the Timberwolves to win the series and they came out victorious, you would win $260 plus get your $100 you know, wager back if you're betting in advance, as you would have to do with a legitimate sports book. And uh, for the Grizzlies, being minus 330, you would have to bet $330 to win $100. What if you bet $33? Then you would win $10 on the Grizzlies. Okay. It's all proportionate. All right. I understand. And so, Paul, being that you're a bit of a homer, but where is the smart money on this series? Uh, you know, look, I mean, I'm just smart enough to know when I'm not smart enough to tell you that. I don't know enough about the Grizzlies. Uh, you know, I'm not, I don't fear the Grizzlies like I would if the Timberwolves were playing like Phoenix, who won 65 games or something. I know they have John Morant, who was selected to his first uh, NBA All-Star game this year. He's apparently their best player. I did see the uh, Grizzlies play the Pacers a few weeks back without John Morant, and they completely destroyed the Pacers. So, but you know, that's the NBA on any given day. 
a team might just completely take the day off. So you're, are you going to go so with hard, the Wolves? Are we going to go with the Wolves to take um, this series? If I was going to wager, I would, I would go with the Wolves plus 260. But I'm not sure that I'm ready to go there yet. But I would recommend taking the Wolves plus six and a half points in game one. Me for too. Basically, even money. Me too. It's going to be too or, late for you to make standard, that bet when you hear this basically show. Basically, that'd be a standard minus 110 line. Well, as long as I've got you on the phone and you can place bets for me, why don't you give me the Wolves and uh, plus and six and a half points for 10 bucks? I'll send you 10 bucks on Venmo because <laughs> we can't bet legally here in Minnesota. Sound good? Can you still it's do done. it? It's already done. Just, See, that's how fast it is. I just did it. All right, there. I'm in. I, I went in with the game. you. We, we, we both got 10 bucks. All right. To win $9.09. Nice. <laughs> I guess we'll probably just leave it in the account and just make a lot more bets with it. And we'll tell you what we're doing throughout the NBA playoffs. I don't know. Do something like that. Um, Paul, What what's the next matchup? Now you can kind of drive. Well, I mean, right now we have the uh, Utah, the fifth-seeded Utah Jazz visiting the fourth-seeded Dallas Mavericks. Game in progress midway through the fourth quarter. Utah is on top by eight. Uh, full disclosure, I, about five minutes ago, live wagered on the Mavericks plus eight and a half. So I'm hoping for this to stay relatively close. But I think Dallas was about a four-and-a-half-point favorite at the uh, outset of the game. But the money is certainly now favoring Utah to finish this out strong and take a one-game lead. But looking at the uh, futures market, oh, where is that? Well, they're missing oh. Luca, right? <laughs> Luka, Are they? Uh, yeah, Luka Donic. Is that how you say his last Donchich? name? Donchich. Donchich. Yeah, he has a uh, strained calf. So he's Oh, uh, okay. Well, that would explain. Yeah, I wasn't really paying much attention other than looking down at the score since, you know, we've been uh, focusing on putting together uh, another bang-up episode of Wisecracking with Winner. Right, right, right. <laughs> Um, actually, the, the book doesn't give a line on the odds for the series since the game is in progress. Okay. But we can move on, staying in the Western Conference. We've talked about the two-seed Memphis versus the seven-seed Minnesota. Uh, let's take a look at the 3-6 matchup. Golden State Warriors hosting the Denver Nuggets tonight in game one. Golden State is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. I like yeah. I love the Warriors this year. I think they're going to look like they did. What was that three four years ago when they just dominated teams? I think they're going to run rough shot over the West. I think they're going to end up representing the West in the finals again. I'll go out on a limb. Let me see. I'm trying to get the uh, series odds. The Warriors, the three seed, are faded, favored. They're minus 250. The Nuggets are plus 210 to win the series. Of course, they have uh, defending reigning MVP Nikola Jokic. What are Russians? Jokic, Jokic. Are these Russians? Are these Lithuanians? What are these, Paul? So we just call them Europeans? I don't think they're Russians. I think they're uh, 
former Yugoslavs. Oh, okay. Really like Croatian, maybe a Lithuanian, yeah. A lot of Eastern European representation there. So I like the Warriors. Who do you like, Paul? Uh, I mean, I would go with the Warriors probably if Curry is healthy. I think he's probable or questionable to play in game one. He hasn't played in like a month since he sprained his foot. So I don't know. I mean, I assume they were holding him out maybe towards the end just to let him get additional rest since their playoff spot was locked up. But I don't know. Do you know anything uh, on, on Steph Curry's status? Yeah, I saw a blurb about it today on ESPN, and it looks like his foot is healed and he's going to play, but it's going to be limited minutes, not as many as he normally does. Yeah, they're not offering odds on like his points over and under and stuff like that. So I think they're. It seems pretty iffy how much he's going to play. I my odds say negative two seventy. I'd put this. I'd put the two seventy down on the Warriors to win that series. No problem. To win a hundred. Yep. All right, send me send me two seventy, and I'll get you. <laughs> Maybe next time. Um, I would if I had the money. See, you shouldn't be betting unless you can comfortably lose the money, right? And right now, if if I lost two hundred seventy dollars on a series, I, I wouldn't feel good about. I wouldn't feel very comfortable just throwing that money away. So I'm. Yeah, but you get at least like four games of enjoyment out of that. I mean, that's only that's less than seventy dollars per game if it's a sweep. Yeah, four games of biting my fingernails off. That if that's you get seven cool. games, that's less than forty dollars a game. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> All right, so, have it your way. I'm guessing you like the Warriors too. So what's the next matchup? Because the Wolves are going to start any minute here. Sure. Yeah. Then rounding out the West, we've got the. Uh, top-seeded Phoenix Suns hosting your winner of the number eight playoff play-in spot, New Orleans Pelicans. Oh, give me the Suns all day. What are the odds on that one, Paul? The Suns are minus 2,500. <laughs> and, and the Pelicans are only plus 1,000. I feel like they're kind of ripping people off there. Oh. They should, they should give a better payout on the Pelicans. But, hey, bet a dollar and win 10. I mean, you think they've got a shot, right? No, I do not. The oh, Pelicans okay. do not have a shot. And it's 2500 to win no. 100 right? Plus your 2500 Yeah, 2500 to win 100 Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that think... there's rich people out there betting it, and they're putting like a million on them or something like that. But Are you predicting a sweep by the Suns? Oh, no, I'm not. You and I were talking about that last night. I think the Pelicans are going to win at least a game. But there's no way they beat the Suns and take that series. There's no way. Well, if you if you feel confident that it's going to go five games, they got plus 160 odds for five games. God, is there anything that that – what app do you use anyway? Uh, this one is DraftKings. Is there anything it doesn't have odds on? I mean – not not a lot. Jeez. If you if you if you're interested at home and you're thinking no no Phoenix isn't gonna give a game away they're gonna sweep it that's plus two hundred. So the odds makers are as you said you know kind of as you predict leaning towards a five game series. Yeah. Six or seven games are even higher odds. Okay. So I I'm guessing we both like the Suns. So I think they'll sweep. Yeah. 
I think they will. I mean, I'm not sure I'm going to put money on that, but I would lean towards that over the five games. Okay, so what do we got in the East? Let's see. In the East, we've got uh, top seed Miami taking on Atlanta tomorrow afternoon. Miami's a six-and-a-half-point favorite in uh, game one. And for the series, Miami is minus just minus 370. That could be value right there if you believe in the top-seeded heat. Atlanta is plus 300 to win the series. What are you thinking? I'm thinking you, you believe in the heat, right? I I don't know much about the heat. Right, me neither. I'm not even sure who play. I mean, just go ahead and look. What they got buckets? Jimmy buckets. I know Atlanta has Trey Young, and he's really fun to watch. Uh, yeah. This uh, Tyler Hero is pretty good too for the Heat. But I wouldn't call that a wash. I'd say Trey Young is definitely better. Um, Kyle Lowry from the Bad Boys franchise apparently plays for the Heat. From the 1980s Pistons? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Are there, are there new Bad Boys? Did like, I miss that? Nothing's really jumping out at me about the Heat here. I think that one could go seven games. I think they, they're kind of weak. Let's see. So uh, the the sports book is actually leaning towards seven games. You get the shortest wow. spot, plus two twenty five, followed by plus two thirty for six games, plus two forty for five games, and plus four hundred for a four game sweep by either team. I don't know. Who do you like, Paul? Do you think Atlanta sh- shocks the world, knocks the Heat out? I mean, I wouldn't bet on them uh, straight up, but I mean, I think they got they got good upset potential there, kind of like the Timberwolves do over in the West. Uh, for the money they're offering, I would consider what did I say it was plus three hundred. I'd consider putting uh, a little sprinkling a little on the Hawks to maybe pull off the upset. Okay. I'm going to go with you there. I think I think the Hawks are going to upset the Heat, but it's going to take seven games to do it. All right. Uh, number two seed, Boston Celtics. This is an interesting one. They are hosting the winner of the play-in seven seed, the BKN Nets. Or Beacon, as I like to call them. I, I, lo- the, I love the Nets. The, the Celtics are a slight... Slight favorite at the two seed, minus one thirty. The Nets are a slight underdog, plus one ten to win the series. Celtics got Jason Tatum, Robert Williams the third, and uh the other big star, Marcus Smart, the point guard. They're not really thrilling me. While Brooklyn has Seth Curry. Oh, do they have anybody else? Any any other superstars? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they have that that tall guy he used to play in Oklahoma City. Yeah, they do. They got Kyrie. Yeah. They got Kyrie Irving too. Yeah. 
Yeah, they got some real stars there. The uh, odds makers are leaning towards Cisco in six or seven games. I don't see it. I th- I think it's over in five. I think Brooklyn takes it in five. That's plus two ninety odds to go five games. Ooh, plus six hundred for a four game sweep. I don't think anybody's expecting that. I don't know. So uh, Kyrie can play home games now. Is that right? Finally, yes. yeah, he can. Now that the pandemic's over. Yep. Except for Paul George. Except for Paul George, who, uh, yeah, doesn't play in the most important game of the year because he has COVID. That's weird how that how that happened. Yeah, dude. Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, the other Curry kid. Is he good? Yeah, he is actually pretty good. He averages like 19 points a game. It's pretty good. Steph, not Steph, but you know Steph plays for well, whatever. I like I like Brooklyn. What about so you're you? taking Brooklyn? I'm going to take Brooklyn. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it seems like they have the better squad. I don't know why they ended up fighting for uh, a seven seed. Obviously, I guess they had some injuries. Of course, Irving could only play half the games. Right. What? But uh, yeah, they do seem like I, I. They seem like the team to pick there. Uh, then you have the three seed Milwaukee Bucks hosting the six seed Bulls, who seem to be in a bit of a tailspin. I think they were uh, up near the top of the Eastern Conference standings a month or so ago. I like the, the Bucks. Uh, I like the Bucks all day in this one with Giannis, and they got J. Rue Holiday. And I don't know who else on the Bucks is really of note to mention. Look at the odds on this one. The Bucks are minus twelve hundred to win the series. Bulls plus seven hundred. Wow. Well, you know where Vegas is putting its money. I, I like the are Bucks the, in five. Are the Bulls missing somebody? Is uh, Zach Levine out, or I forget who else they have. Chicago's missing uh, Lorenzo Ball. Uh, uh, low, miss- old, old low ball. They're missing Caruso with a sore back. They're David missing- Caruso. They're yeah. never going to solve the mystery with him out. They're missing Matt Thomas, but he only adds four points a game. And uh, Kobe White. Well, he adds. He's at thirteen point average. Point guard Matt but- Thomas. Is that is that John Thomas's kid? I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> should really know these things. Yeah, I guess I, I really should. But no, I, I like Milwaukee in five. What about you? Uh, Yeah, I definitely like Milwaukee to win this one. Looks like the odds makers are leaning towards five games in this one. God, I'm That's with them every odds. time. Yeah, the four games is, uh, is the backup pick. Nobody, the, the odds are not favoring this going six or seven. Okay. So I like Milwaukee. You like Milwaukee. Let's move on to the last the last uh, matchup here. Let's see. That's going to be what? The 76ers holding the four seed? Oh, second to last. My bad. 
Yeah, I don't know. We're missing. What are we missing? No, we're not. That is the last. Oh, that's the last. That is the last. Seventy Sixers and Raptors. Yeah. Seventy yeah. Sixers, the uh, four seed, are a favorite at minus one eighty odds to win the series. Raptors are a plus one fifty. Uh, let's see. The the Sixers have the big uh, Joel Embiid. Yes, sir, and they got Harden. Oh yeah, yeah, James Harden now. They they don't have Ben Simmons. Is he? I don't think he's going to play anyway. Where'd he even go? He went to the Nets. Oh right. They traded they Simmons for Harden. They probably don't need him. What's he doesn't play anyway. He's always fucking hurt. He's the biggest bitch in the NBA besides Towns. I mean, like, is he physically hurt now, or is he like emotionally hurt? I think it's both. I think it's a little of both. Okay. <laughs> well. 76ers are favored. Who do the Raptors have? Do they still have uh, DeMar DeRozan? No. Kyle Lowry? No. Um, their leading scorer is Pascal Siakam. Oh, yeah, Siakam. 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 22 points a game. It's always a team of, of no names up in Toronto, but they got it done a couple years I, ago. They won the NBA I, Finals. I can't remember why or what, but I had a prop bet some weeks back with Pascal Siakam needing to score like 16 points or something. I I don't know. Maybe I'm gambling too much. I think you do gamble but, a little too much. Anyway, uh, yeah, 76ers are favored. Um, the odds makers, though, they, they see this in fairly close. How many games do you think it'll go? I'm just looking at this Toronto lineup. It's uh, Siakam... Van Fleet. Gary, oh, yeah. He, Gary Fred. Trent Jr. Um, Anobi, Barnes, Boucher. It's, it's a bunch of guys I've never heard of. You remember Gary Trent Sr., though, right? He, yeah. This Gary Trent Jr. Who did Gary Trent Sr. play for again? Uh, well, he played for the Wolves in, uh, I think, what was that, 04 when they Wasn't went to the Wasn't he, like, Conference really Finals? ripped up, like a super wide upper body? And he played, like, hard-nosed defense. Am I remembering that, that right? That I don't all remember. I think, I, I think so. I think it was, like, just I a mountain of a, a man. I played a game, one game of NBA 2K22, <laughs> and I used the uh, 04 Timberwolves, and they kept subbing in Gary Trent. Oh, yeah? As the computer was uh, in charge of substitutions. And I was like, what? Who? Gary Trent? Why is he in the game? <laughs> Get him out. I'm getting slaughtered by the uh, 96 Bulls or something. Anyway. Anyway, I like the 76ers. In how many games? See if I'm – I'm not even looking at the odds. I'm going to go with six games. The odds makers like it to go seven. Really? Yeah, they've got it at plus 180. Huh. Six games is plus 205, though. That's a close second. Definitely not expecting a sweep here. If you know something and you're expecting a sweep, then uh, you could get plus 550. I don't know if that's going to happen. The 76ers are kind of up and down, but I think they definitely have a lot more firepower than the Raptors. Take the 76ers. That seems like the way to go. And that's it. You know what? We got to wrap this show up so we can go watch NBA basketball 
first game, Wolves, Memphis, right I now. I think the uh, I think the Mavericks just finished up, and uh, I think they won by six. So I covered my live action Dallas plus eight and a half bet. The da- uh, Dallas the won? Nuggets. The, what? Dallas won? No, not Dallas. Sorry. Uh, the Jazz the, won. Utah. Yeah. Utah won by six, I believe. Utah definitely won. Right. And I definitely covered the eight and a half. So good. That's twenty five dollars for me. I'm glad. Yay! So I got the Wolves and six and a half points, right? Yep. Okay. That's what we're. That's what we got. All right. Well, I'm gonna go watch. Hey, um, thanks for listening, everybody. Make sure to uh, rate us on Apple Podcasts and also on Spotify. Subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. Feel free to reach out to the show on Twitter at Get Wise Crackin' or Facebook, Wise Crackin' with Winter, or Instagram. You know, I don't really look at Instagram. Just do those two. If you've got to, if you've got to email me, it's uh, Wise Crackin', no G, with Winter at Yahoo.com, and you can reach out. Anyway, that's it. All right, Paul. Hey, we'll talk Mike, to you later. What? Did, did you learn anything today? No, there's no time to get into that. we got basketball to watch. I didn't learn anything there. Oh, D'Angelo just dunked for the first two points. I want to go watch it. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. Talk to you next time. Say goodbye, Paul. Bye-bye.